to close it now. An HVAC sales training podcast with Sam Wakefield. Here, we'll build your reputation in residential HVAC sales to be the expert influencer in your market. You'll get insight into the top minds in the industry as they share their skills and hacks to help you on your journey. This podcast isn't just about selling more. It's about understanding your customers' needs and building efficiencies behind the scenes so you can sell more but work less while being top of mind when people think HVAC. Now, let's get started with your host of the Close It Now podcast. This is Sam Wakefield. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to the Close It Now podcast. Sam Wakefield here. Today, we are covering a very specific topic that I know affects every single one of us. It is how in the world do we get people off of the fence and over the hump when they want to, in the peak of the season, say peak of the summer just by air conditioning equipment, only the cooling portion, and in the middle of the winter, they only want to buy the furnace. At least they think they do. So today we're going to talk about how to have that conversation to get people over the fence so they buy a complete system. So this topic was actually submitted by someone in our Facebook group. So thank you, Vanessa. This podcast is for you. So how do we have that conversation with the homeowner? How do we have it with the client? So let's set some context here. This is going to be a lob, one that you could absolutely hit a grand slam with, or you could just sell a furnace. So we're going to talk about that. So let me set some context for you. Imagine, if you will, and we're going to go something super basic, uh, no curveballs here when we're, this is the practice space. So here's a great lesson for you as well. Anytime you role play with your team or with people, when you're just learning new conversations, new skills, new words to use, don't throw curveballs, make it a safe space. Make it a place where people can practice getting the reps in. You go to the batting cage not to practice hitting the craziest, hardest pitches on the planet. No, you go to the batting cage to practice hitting a home run every single time so you can get used to that. That's how you become a better batter, how you win games. And it's the same thing when you practice your role playing. So that's what we're going to do here. This is going to be a very safe space. So we're going to set up the context of what would typically be a grand slam. So context is we're going to imagine that we work in a company and I'm going to actually relive a past experience about a month ago that I just had. So imagine you work in a company where there's separate service technicians from comfort consultants or project managers. Obviously, if you are a selling tech or you're, say you're a small organization and you do the sales and the service and the install, You can put yourself in the place of all of these hats, but I'm going to separate them intentionally for a couple reasons. So context, it's a 1800 square foot single story ranch style house, nice and basic, three ton gas furnace with air conditioning system, as simple as you can get. There's nothing wrong with the ductwork that we could tell initially. I mean, we're talking about a straight change out, right? So we get there, nice, simple call. So the process is the technician was out. They had diagnosed a bad control board in this furnace. So the system is 15 years old. We'll call it 15, 16 years old. Repair cost is, we'll say, $850, $900, plus their diagnostic fee and all that. All in, all done with tax title license out the door. 
the customer is going to be in it for about a thousand bucks to repair this, say, 16 year old furnace. Okay. So, homeowner says, well, what are my options? A well trained service technician would say, well, of course, we could repair it. We can repair both, most things. Is it, would you be open to the idea of seeing if it was in your best interest? Would you like to hear some options? Of course, the customer says, yes, because people like to hear options. So they say, well, great. Well, so here's what the repair cost would be. But all manufacturers tell us for our area of of the part of the country that the average lifespan for a heating and air system is around 15 years. And that is true fact. I'm not making this up. I'm not trying to tell them something that's not true. That's the statistics for our part of the country for heating and cooling systems. So that's a pop out just so you know. On the podcast, I'm not making something up. That is statistics in the part of the world I live in. So zoom back into the service technician talking to the homeowner. So that's about the average lifespan. So we can't guarantee when we fix this that other things may or may not fail in the real near future. It's just like working on an old car. You can start to expose weaknesses as you start to replace things. Makes sense. Yes, it makes sense. Okay, well, great. Well, with your permission, we can get a a comfort consultant or a project manager out here and they could go over all your different options, sit down with you and show you the, you know, do a repair versus replace and show you what's available. Great. Okay. So that's how the call's set up. It's a tech turnover because the system had a bad control board. They're without heat because the control board's bad. Okay. So we show up, hopefully pretty quickly after that and do the knock on the door. We get there. Of course, you do your introduction, which is introducing and setting the credibility pieces in place for the company and yourself before you get to anything else. And then, of course, then you ask them, say, okay, well, let's go over what was going on here. I I hear you've got a bad control board, but you're wanting to also see some options so you can make a good educated decision. And the homeowner says, you know, we're thinking about just replacing the furnace. And of course, if you're like me in the past and like a lot of people, that all of a sudden feels like a punch in the gut because you thought you were set up for this, you know, this big grand slam system, right? Well, you are. They just don't know it yet. If you follow this kind of pattern here, very, 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 very seldom do I end up walking out of a house with just a furnace sale because the reason they think that is they talk to their uncles, neighbors, brothers, sisters, Billy Bob, and they said, well, you know, I worked in heating and air 20 years ago or 40 years ago and that's just what you should do. Well, we all know that's not the best option for them, but they're just not educated yet. And so that's your job as the professional to educate them on all of their options. So what that means is you start with questions. You start with number one, ask permission. That's when you ask them, well, we can absolutely do anything you want us to do. We can just repair it. We can look at the furnace. But You know, you ask them, say, would you mind if I showed you everything that's available? That way you'll have a good idea, one, of everything that's out there when the time comes. And two, you get a good idea of what you're actually saying no to when you do just the furnace. And then we can talk about the price differences and all of that. And I've never had anyone say, no, I don't want to see those options. So, okay, well, perfect. Well, great. Well, before we get started with that, Would you mind if I asked you a few questions about the house? And then you get to tell me what you're experiencing. You know, what's it like living here? That way I can serve you best. So sure. Okay, cool. So then you sit down with the questionnaire, of course, and you go through the questionnaire. 
And so that's when you're deep diving, you know, you're starting the process of, well, okay, well, great. Well, let's talk about the rooms, you know, when some rooms are cool or there are others that are warmer and vice versa. When some rooms are warmer, there are others that are cooler. Depends on the season you're in, of course. You know, you're following the questionnaire, you're asking the indoor air quality questions. You're asking questions about their bill. You're asking all the different things. And sometimes they'll comment and just look in their eye and, and really be sensitive to the energy because sometimes they're like, well, what does this have to do with the furnace or what does this have to do with the heat? And so that's where the questionnaire, and we're going to do an entire episode on just how to use the questionnaire. But remember, the questionnaire is a tool. You don't use every tool in your toolbox and every single project that you have. So if people are really resistant to using the questionnaire, tuck it away, play with it, be silly with it if you need to. Sometimes I'm like, oh, you know, this is just, <laughs> I don't tell them that I'm the one that developed it. <laughs> tell them, oh, you know, this is just something that we use a lot of times that makes sense for some people, but some people it doesn't. And obviously here, this is kind of silly. Sometimes I'll throw it, sometimes I'll just tuck it back in my folder if they're resistant to it. But a lot of people really are, they love that you are prepared enough to ask them the questions about the other things in the house. Because what you're doing is you're differentiating yourself from other companies that come in and say, okay, yep, oh, new furnace, yeah, that's going to be, uh, I don't know, 2,500 bucks, 3,500 bucks, 4,000 bucks, whatever the pricing is. And they write the number on the back of a business card and say, okay, call me when you're ready. That is not professional sales. Professional sales is being concerned about their issues. So back to the appointment. You've asked some questions. You're getting used to their vibe. Part of the reason for all the questions and stuff is the long, anytime anything new is introduced in somebody's world, they're instantly resistant to it, even subconsciously, if they mean to or not. It can be totally unintentional, but they're, it's a new something in their space. And that something is you. So the longer you're there at that initial part, that's also the reason for the introductions and stuff. A lot of it is just letting them get used to you and get comfortable with you and start to open up a little bit before you really get to the meat of the conversation. There's a lot of psychology here. And so like, okay, well, great. Would you mind if I show you the different systems that are available? That way you can have a good educated decision. Well, sure. Okay. So then you start explaining the systems. And when you do this, there's a very specific method to explaining the systems as well. You start at the bottom, start at the bottom with the very, and call it this. And with my, all of the coaching clients, there's a very exclusive content that I have of really breaking this down with diagrams and a very some key verbiage and scripting and stuff that's super powerful. But the basics and nutshell of this is you start with the very basic single stage equipment and even label it that say, listen, this is the builder grade stuff. Then as you go into, okay, here's two stage. Here's what this does. Okay, here's modulating equipment. Here's variable speed equipment. You build on each level as the technology advances. And more importantly, it's way less about the technology. Remember, they don't care how they get to a destination. They care what it feels like getting to the destination. They want to know what their bill's going to be like. They want to know what it's going to feel like when it's cooling, what it's going to feel like when it's heating, and is it going to be cheap to do it? And that's it. That really is it. So as you're going through these systems, explain it in those terms. Don't use numbers and engineering speak. So you go all the way to the top. And then you turn the corner and say, great, does all that make sense? You've got to check in along the way. Once you've gone through and explained all the different systems, that's when you back way back up. And you, of course, you've checked in, make sure they understand all of the different levels. 
Then what you're going to do is say, okay, now here's the different options. If we do just the furnace, then you drop all the way back to the bottom. Say, here's where we're going to be. Is that something that you're going to want? You know, so you're not going to get any of this other stuff. Because what we're doing is we're setting up the whole thing as they didn't know what was available when you walked in and they said they just wanted the furnace. Most of the time, people disqualify themselves from basic single-stage equipment because when you've told them, listen, this was invented in 1902. 1902 is when this was invented, and it's the same operation as it was then. They're so much better now. And so many people say, you know what? I don't want anything that's that old a technology. Let's go with the newer stuff. And people will disqualify themselves from basic single-stage equipment. It's just the way people think. So it's beautiful and because then, and I hope you offer financing, when you show them what a month, low monthly payment would be and they start to compare their savings and that kind of stuff, or just the overall comfort, most people will say, you know what, I don't want what it's been like. I want something better. Let's go ahead and step up into something else. So then if they're not like that and they're saying, you know what, I've been fine with where I'm at. In fact, I'm going to check in with you guys. Does that make sense so far? I hope so. So. Turning that corner again, if the homeowner is not that into all of the fancy bells and whistles of the equipment, they don't care about the comfort, they're still to the point of, well, I think I just still want to do the furnace or I'm going to stick down with this basic equipment. It's probably going to be just fine for me. We've been happy so far. Bills aren't high because you have those clients. Their bills aren't high. They've been perfectly comfortable. They would rather spend their money in their boat that's in the backyard or rather spend their money somewhere else. And that's fine because our goal is to get them comfortable. Our goal is to make the sale because we know we can serve people better that way. So that's when you back up and they're like, okay, well, they're like, what would the price? And so right here is a really, really, really great way to enter into the specifics of the conversation to get people off of the fence of one system versus the other. You've already shown them everything that's available. So they know what they're saying no to. And if they try to stop you during that, a lot of times they'll say, now, listen, I don't want you calling me a year or two down the road and saying, I didn't know that this was available. I'm mad at you. Why didn't you tell me about it? So that at that point, if you say that, they'll let you go through all the different systems, even if you know that they're going to say no. Say, okay, you know, I'll just buzz through them. So you're back down at the bottom. They're still trying to decide if they do just the furnace or if they do the complete system. So that's when you start to have the really practical conversation because in sales, especially in home HVAC sales, so many times, because they're paying us to be the expert, to come in and give them a truthful, honest opinion, right? Not just opinion, but actual based in our education and our knowledge, diagnosis and recommendation. That's why we're there. That's why they called us. So there are times in this appointment or in any appointment when we really dial it down and we really use the finesse card, we play with finesse when we're talking to the homeowner about certain situations and circumstances. Sometimes when you're the expert in the room, they want you, and now is that very time when it's time to grab that dial and crank it up, crank it to 11, because in this moment, that's when the brutal honesty is what people really need to hear. And that's really what they want to hear. People want to be led. They want you to grab them by the hand and lead them to the decision that they know they need to make. 
So here's where the brutal honesty comes in. You crank it up and just lay it out for them. Show them practical numbers. I mean, when you're doing a furnace only, there's so many steps that have to be repeated when you go back, especially imagine like an upflow, but anything, it doesn't matter. So many steps have to be repeated when you go back to do the cooling portion to make however many years later cooling portion match up with that furnace. And so you tell them that, say, look, I'm happy to do just the furnace for you, but there's some things that I really want to make sure that you understand and understand that globally, if you split this up, it's going to be way more expensive for you. And the reason is, imagine, because I'm going to have to send a crew, so I've got two guys out here, or however many you have, of course. And this is how I tell them, I'm going to have to send a crew, and basically I block them for the entire day to do a furnace changeout. Then, in a year or two years, or however long it is, a whole crew will be back for another complete day to do the cooling part. And there will be some steps that they're repeating to make that cooling match up with this furnace because some of it will have to be uninstalled, reinstalled so we can make it work right. Now, do you think that two complete days of a crew being out here is gonna be more expensive or the same price as doing it all in one day? And you ask them that question and they'll be like, oh, you know what, I didn't think about that. It's gonna be more expensive. And so yes, absolutely. And then repeating those steps, that also makes it more expensive, right? Right, okay, well, great. That's why my a la carte pricing for equipment is so much higher than if we do it together. Now, does that make sense? Yes. Okay, well, great. And of course, anytime you do a single piece of equipment, financing doesn't qualify hardly or near as much. I mean, you can always finance it, but you don't have nearly the options. And so then you start to compare what you have available versus the system. And it's like, look, it's going to be, you know, $1,500, $2,000 higher if you globally, if you split this up across time, than if you just do it all together, knock it out. It's the bundle discount for doing it together. You can finance it this way. And the most important part that homeowners especially think about is say, listen, now you're going to have peace of mind. You're going to know that this brand new system, you've got a 10-year parts warranty. You've got a, you know, however long labor warranty your company does. And you've got peace of mind for a decade. Maybe you have a little maintenance issue here and there, but it's not on the verge of failure like your system is now. Why don't we go ahead and do the entire thing, knock it out, get rid of that burden off your mind, and know that your experience is going to be so much better. And I will tell you, Vanessa, and every, all of the rest of you, that very seldom I can think of one time in the last two years that I've done just a furnace only when I've had this conversation, when I've been like this and be like, look, just going to cost you more because the logistics of it. And most people right there say, you know what, that makes sense. But when you have this conversation and you're super brutally honest with them at that point, and once you've taken them through the entire line of everything that's available and what the difference is going to be like in their house, I literally have a project going in two days from now it was the exact same thing. It was a six-year-old system that we had had nothing but repair issues with it because it was one of those, the brand that everybody just hates. And that's what it was, unfortunately. But had some repair issues with this guy. He'd moved in the house three years ago. The system's six years old. And it's got a problem with the air handler. It was an electric system, a problem with the air handler. So I go through the process. Well, sure enough, he's going with my very highest-end system because he liked my financing options. We do five years, 0% on that top system. And 
we're fixing some other things for him. We're doing some indoor air quality stuff for him. He said, you know what? I'm tired of, I bought this house, but I didn't buy that air conditioner. And I was like, you're right. You're not out any money. If you replace it, even though it's only six years old, get what you want. Don't get what somebody else handed to you and forced you to have. And so sure enough, he's going with a very top of the line system, which is fan freaking tastic, of course. But that just shows you that the system works. I mean, I, I literally am in the middle of experiencing it this week. So I'm glad that you brought that topic up because it's really powerful to have this conversation like this. And once you do, the people realize that, you know what? I don't just want a furnace only. I just didn't know what else was available. And that's what happens most of the time. We are the educators in the process. We educate, they decide, and we support what their decision is. And I tell people that all the time. They just don't know how we've structured the conversation, but it's to serve them. And one of the things that's always powerful, and you'll hear me say this over and over again, when people are trying to decide between levels of equipment, I'll say, no, Mr. Homeowner, Ms. Homeowner, I've done this thousands of times over the years. And I've had people say, you know what? Well, I'll tell them is that what I've never had is someone say, you know what, Sam? I wish I would have bought the cheaper system. But I have had people say over the years, man, you know what? This one is good, but I wish I would have spent just a little bit more and, and stepped up that one more time because I can imagine how much better that would be. The next time I do this, that's what I'm doing. And especially when the prices are kind of close anyway, and they're like, oh, you know what? That's true. Let's go ahead and do that better one. It's like, man, you're going to love it. Welcome to the family. And, you know, and at that point, shake their hand and congratulate them. And the next step is let's get that paperwork done. Great. So that's the topic for today. That is how to get people over the hump of buying just a single piece of equipment versus buying the complete system. I hope that was helpful to you. Shoot me a message. Let me know. Email me, sam at closeitnow.net. And let me know if this was helpful. I'm doing a huge promo right now. In fact, anytime you hear this, we've got some open enrollment, but right now we're doing a big push for our group coaching. So also message me if you want to check that out. Go to closeitnow.net. You can read up about the group coaching and there's of course private coaching, but group coaching is the big promotion right now. Message me to find out what the promo is till the end of the year. And I bet I'll hook you up in the future. We'll see. Anyway, Sam Wakefield here. Close it now. You guys have a fantastic end of the year. And if you hear this recording down the road, I know you're out there crushing it. Crush all the goals, guys. It's up to you to save the world one heat stroke at a time. Thanks for listening to Close It Now with Sam Wakefield. Subscribe to the podcast now so you're first to hear new episodes jam-packed with actionable tools and tips to make you the top HVAC professional in your market. If you have friends and colleagues who would like this show, share it with them and send them to our Facebook community for more in-depth discussion about the challenges we all face and how to overcome them on the Close It Now podcast.